0: Patrick Dehan is with us the author at Gas Buddy. We always post the prices of gas on wgnradio.com. But Patrick, what is happening? It seems like I drove from Chicago to St. Louis and usually when you cross that Missouri border, you can bet that gas is going to drop by 50, 60, maybe 70 cents a gallon. It was still 3.79 down there, 3.89 throughout Illinois once you get outside of the city. What's the cause for the big boost in prices?
1: Well, we've seen a lot of issues with the price of oil now at a six-week increase. That's a six-week straight increase. We're at about 82 dollars 5 a barrel. Uh, the price of gasoline has made a jump as well because of some heat-related refinery outages down in Texas and Louisiana because of triple-digit heat, which uh, certainly can wreak havoc on some sensitive equipment that's outside at refineries. Keep in mind, they're exposed to the elements. There's also the physics of it. Thermal expansion limits refineries. When things get really hot, they can't quite refine as much. Uh, but those two issues uh, have really boosted the price of gasoline, as you mentioned. Uh, Chicago's average now 4.31 a gallon, still about 50 cents lower than last. Last year, but Missouri prices three sixty five. They're only four cents lower than last year. So it's some of those ultra low prices you mentioned. When you cross the state line, you tend to see prices a lot lower. Well, it's the lowest prices that have almost gone up the most, if you will.
0: Right, right. Uh, because I think you know, and, and tell me this because I buy gas at sam's club or costco because it's cheaper and some people are telling me you shouldn't use that gas is there a big differentiation because there is in price and that's why i'm doing it what about quality
1: i'd be curious about why people say don't fill up there i mean all gasoline is the same base gasoline it's coming from generally the same refineries now there may be a couple different things blended into gasoline depending on where you're filling up some stations, uh, you know, blend or have different additives, but at the base, your car isn't going to care where that gasoline's coming from. It all meets federal standards. Every refinery has a lab on site to make sure what they're producing meets those federal requirements. So the quality, and actually, um, you know, you mentioned some of the wholesale clubs actually sell what's called top-tier gasoline, which is a kind of a consortium of, of car manufacturers, refiners, oil companies that say, we're going to produce gasoline to this specification. And I believe Costco does sell top to, top-tier gasoline. But having said that, again, the, the the difference is going to be negligible. Your car is going to run just fine. But you know, if there's a station that looks a little decrepit, that doesn't look like it's going to keep up its infrastructure, well, that may be a little bit of a difference. But All that gasoline, the foundation of it when it's produced at the refineries, all basically the same.
0: Oh, good point. I'm glad to hear that, Patrick, because I don't know why people tell me that either. And they say it to me on the text (laughs) slide whenever I say fill up there. So what about you pull into the gas station and they've got the orange cones or they've got the bags on like 90 percent of their pumps. Does that mean you're down to the bottom of the barrel? And is that a sign you should drive to the next gas station?
1: Well, I mean, certainly, if they if they only have one or two pumps, I might take the ladder and jump out of there and say, I'm not really sure what's going on here. Stations might just have a bad pump at one or two dispensers, but if it's most of the sta- most of the bags, are, uh, pumps are covered with bags, I probably would go to the next station. But all in all, uh, most of your big stations, uh, the stations that you see chains of you know, typically have some sort of gasoline guarantee or if any issues do come up, they'll stand behind it. But again, some of those smaller stations, that's the difference, right? You look at the homes on the market, not all of them are maintained the same way. The Mm -hmm. same can be true for gas stations as well. And, and, you know, sometimes, not often, I don't think I can remember the last time I pulled out of a station, but there are some instances where sometimes if your gut's telling you maybe not this station, sometimes you should listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Patrick Dehan is the author of GasBuddy.com, and we're talking about gasoline now. You're talking about the prices being high because of the weather, and I had read yeah. something that the refineries cannot operate on consecutive days over 100 degrees, and, of course, we've seen those days in many cities across the nation. That is the crux of it?
1: Well, a lot of it is. I mean, you talk about refineries, they're outside exposed to the elements, and especially, you know, if the heat gets over 110, 115 even 100 degrees, it starts having a negative impact because of, again, thermal expansion. Things get much, uh, things expand when they get much warmer. And inherently, that reduces the capacity because it's not like your equipment expands to meet the expansion Um, in oil and other things that is going into the refinery, So essentially hot air is reducing the yield, the capacity of the refinery. But then also, as I mentioned, there's sensitive equipment, electronics, sensors that have to be working in order for these refineries to be able to operate. And sometimes when temperatures get really hot, you know, like your car, there's different sensors in different areas that are more sensitive to extreme temperatures. All we're talking about is just a momentary lapse or whether it's a power outage, even if it's brief, or equipment failure. When you get to these extreme temperatures, all it takes is a very small momentary glitch to interrupt refinery processes. And it can take multiple days for these refineries to get back online again.
0: And Patrick, we're up against news time, but there's a quick text message that came in, and I'm intrigued by it. They said, ask Patrick why gas is sold using antiquated pricing like $3.99 3.99 and 9 tenths of a cent.
1: Well, a lot of that harkens back to the old days where the nine tenths might have been just the tax on the uh, the gasoline tax. I mean, that really goes back to the twenties and thirties. So, there's different views on whether it's tax or now it's psychological, right? Because three seventy nine nine sounds better than three eighty. Um, so, there's a lot of that, but I think it goes back to the days when taxes taxes were added on top of the price of gasoline, and it stuck around because, like I said, the psychology three seventy nine sounds much better than three eighty.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. I always love your input.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Patrick Dehan from GasBuddy.com. And once again, if you want to keep track of gas prices, WGNRadio.com. Steve has your news next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. W-